there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. BadSecretMedia.com Welcome to the Secret Levels Podcast. On this week's episode, we're going to go a little side quest. I'm player one, Toby. And I'm player two, Goobs. And we also have a special guest for player three. Please introduce yourself. Here comes a new challenger. Hey, guys. Uh, my name is To Be More Crazy, and uh, I've been listening to you guys for a while. I'm happy to be here. Hey, we're happy to have you because uh, we had a, we've got a lot of questions and a lot of things to talk about. It seems like and my mind's gonna be very confused. To be Toby, what do I do? <laughs> I'm gonna I can only up. imagine. I'm gonna fuck up at some point. <laughs> if, if you want to just call me sexy goblin master, that's fine. No, you're not my sexy GM. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your general manager, sexy general manager. <laughs> Oh God! Okay. Uh, well, this is already going off the track. Sorry, TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what the side quests are for—for for us to go off the track, off of the main, you know, whatever. All right, all right. So we were talking a lot, and we had to hit record because we were about to uh, start debating. Uh, can you tell us a little about your hobbies? Would that be a good way to put it? Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good way to put it. Um, so, uh, part of the reason I, I started listening to you guys is because you had been covering a lot of, uh, retro fighting games, including, uh, Shaq Fu, and of course <laughs> your most recent episode as of this, uh, taping, uh, Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighter, which, uh, you know, I have a little bit of interest in, uh, I've been playing it seriously now, uh, geez, for 10 years, uh, uh, it's one of those games where, you know, not everyone's cup of tea, but, it's just simple enough and just nostalgic enough where I can really bring myself to to keep playing it over and over again, even if I lose. You know, it's that old arcade mentality. Uh, who cares if you lose as long as you're having fun? Uh, I run the Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighter Twitter account, TMNT underscore TF. Uh, and I've been streaming fighting games, uh, uploading fighting game footage to YouTube for 17 years or something oh, insane wow. like that now i when youtube started that's when i started uh so uh yeah as in general big fighting game fan and uh you know uh specifically ninja turtles tournament fighter is one that's near and dear to my heart uh, i'm part of a team that helps uh we're, we're trying to update the game uh we've already done so to include uh new character colors every character now has 10 costume colors a big gripe i used to have with the game was that you only had two colors and that's uh, so nice to hear 
Yeah, they were, uh, I don't know, I mean, there's not much aesthetically that can ruin a, a good fighting game, but having not enough costume colors always pisses me off. Um, yeah, you want to be different from the other Exactly, person, like right? you want to so, stand out. Especially the setting, like have those 10 colors. Well, the other thing too is there's actually rules that go along with, you know, being in a tournament setting. Uh, after sitting down with high-level players, we figured out that at the default speed the game runs at, there's a whole bunch of extra instant death combos. Uh, so we, we try to avoid that uh, in a game where you die so quickly anyway. Uh, you really don't need very easy instant death combos. Not that there aren't already some easy ones, but uh, that's kind of that's the, the, the major reason we released the update was add more colors, default to tournament rules so that people play the game the way it should be played. Now, when, when you update the game, is there any kind of like... Because obviously you're you're the the someone's modding the game. Do they change the stats of the characters or anything like that, or, or balance it a little better? So that's that's actually a really good question because we get this all the time. Um, honestly, the whole point of playing these older games is to kind of explore them for what they are. Now we do have projects to change the game. I mean, uh, we'll probably get into it at some point. But Championship Edition, the whole point of it was to keep the gameplay intact and not make any actual changes to the balance. Okay. Um, I, I personally feel like maybe <laughs> after playing it for a decade, hey, yeah, we could we could probably change a few things, and it wouldn't hurt my my uh, my feelings too bad. But I'm <laughs> no sure doubt. you understand. With a, a ROM hack, you know, not everyone's going to have it. Uh, not everyone's going to have SD to SNES or, uh, you know, a, a way to play an updated version of it. So to keep the community all together, we kept the game at the base level the same. You can set the rules the same way that Championship Edition is in the original Tournament Fighter. Oh, so that's all my garners. Yeah. Uh, you know, popped here and fuck everyone else. Armagon, you know, I that's that that is one of those characters that you either love him or you hate him. I I have learned to love Armagon, uh, but I cannot claim that he's not a hated character. You know, uh, if you're if you're big into your uh, analogies for for fighting games, like what fighting game would Armagon remind me of? He's kind of like your your cable. He's not designed to be super difficult, but he's really strong. So that that kind of that kind of boils down. He's he's not always going to be the most fair character to fight against, but oh, he does he, have ways to beat him. You. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so I, I was I was going to ask, like, uh, you know, when, when we when we reviewed the game, like, was there <laughs> was there anything like cringy that we said that you were just like, oh no, you got it so wrong, or or maybe that's something like because. We made it pretty clear that we we didn't play the Super Nintendo version as kids. We both ended up playing that Sega version. And oh, I, I picked to, this game out of spite. Yeah, <laughs> we, we we also need to know what you think of the Sega version because it's a completely different game. Well, even the Nintendo version, but the Sega version is the one that I'm interested in to hear if if you have any uh, love for. Well, so uh, uh, your review, honestly, I was so pleased when I heard you guys switch to high speed one. Uh, because that is actually the default setting that we use in the tournament environment. Uh, okay. And as soon as you guys said that, I was like, oh, thank God. This is going to be <laughs> a review. I don't have to be, like, upset about the fact they're using the wrong speed. If I, could, if, I had, <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time I put on a video for tournament fighters and they're playing on the default speed, you know, it, it kind of breaks my heart a little bit. Because, you know, especially if it's a, a, a group of people who are into fighting games, like, you know, we've we've seen people from... Japan playing the game. We've seen people from France playing the game. You know, you 
I want to say you name it and they've played it, but it's not like an unpopular SNES game. It's it's a pretty popular game. Yeah. And of course, even back in the day before I had a chance to really, you know, learn a lot about the game in terms of competitive environments, uh, before I met all the players from New York, I played the game on the normal speed and I thought, oh, this is fine. It's not a big deal. Uh, after after some careful consideration and you know some roundtable discussion within the community, we realized, yeah, you know, high speed one somehow is less broken than regular speed. So we really didn't want to play the more broken version of the game. <laughs> that's that, uh, that's a good way to put it because it just felt slow and it felt sluggish and it didn't feel like your moves would you could you could get the combos out to you know do the the special moves and stuff like that. It felt like once we bumped it up. Or to me, anyways, when I was playing it, when when you bumped it up, it was like, okay, now we're playing the, a fighting game, you know? Yeah. Now, now you think about it, uh, the comparison of it being like a Street Fighter Two. I mean, you know, original World Warrior. You know, it's kind of a slow game. It's I mean, it's so not unplayable. Miserable. Oh, it's no, it's so miserably slow. I can't yeah. play that original one. Oh, it's too slow. And that's and that's kind of the thing. You know, at the end of the day, if you're gonna play a game at a higher level i mean it does kind of make sense to turn up the speed a little bit it changes the general flow of the, the matches and it just kind of in this case there's a very specific reason you do it it has to do with the level of pushback that you get on moves and that's why some of those instant death combos are no longer available you get pushed out as opposed to just getting sucked into these longer combos that can like i said doesn't ruin the game oh you but it certainly juggled, isn't. juggled right to death in this game well, that's exactly, yeah. It's not like the, the change in speed doesn't completely and totally remove the instant death combos. Raphael is a, a, a good example of a character that uh, doesn't lose their instant death combo, but it's a little bit more difficult. So that, that's one thing. As for, uh, as for your review, like I said, I, I thought you guys did a good job. I, I honestly, I, if I had to make any complaint, it would be that maybe... I, I I don't absolutely love the soundtrack in this game, but so many people really really like the soundtrack. I didn't mind. I, I was I was kind I of I was defending for it. Yeah, I did. That's the thing. Like it's it's not even a bad. It, that, that would be my one my one complaint is that it's like you know I I could see it being a middling soundtrack though. I like I said I I know plenty of people who absolutely will go to bat for it and say it. It's I I don't hear anyone saying it's better than Turtles in Time, but <laughs> <laughs> but it is definitely not a bad soundtrack. It's just you know I I could see saying hey maybe that's not the greatest thing. Other than that, you guys, I mean obviously high level play. You might not know all the the dirt and the grime that you can do so i don't really expect you guys to mention that stuff but right. aside from that it was, it was no but i've been game. learning i've been dude i've seriously watched those videos like five times each i'm learning things <laughs> that's awesome you know it, it's one of those things that's that's part of the reason the community is so strong is that you know we we all share all of our tech we don't hide stuff you know we're not talking See, that's about what I love it's just like one love one community like that's what video games should be all about just everyone getting together trying to get each other to get the best they can be yeah exactly if you're not playing to get better then why uh, are you playing uh, yeah i have a feeling i'm gonna be joining up on this community very shortly <laughs> well and one thing i should mention before i mention the uh, genesis version if uh if you are interested in snes fighting games it's one of the biggest libraries of fighters out there like oh, yeah. we're talking 90 plus games and that's not even including the super game boy games you add the super game boy games into that equation now you're talking another seven more titles i mean there's there's <laughs> how many systems can you think of that have almost a hundred fighting games yeah not many 
even the PlayStation, you know, even if you take PlayStation 2 and take PlayStation 1 backwards compatibility into the equation, it's still a very big number of games to be available for it. And of course, as I was saying, you know, the whole reason I even mentioned that is just because you look at the Discord, there's channels for, I mean, 50 different games in terms of oh, like, wow. you know, they, I mean, it's all broken down by, um, we, we do have sections for the Genesis and the Turbo Graphics because, you know, I mean, if you're going to talk about 16-bit fighting games, why not include uh, Turbo Graphics? Why yep. not include Genesis? And then, of course, we also have a section for Super Game Boy. I mean, I, I love the Game Boy. It was one of my absolute favorite systems back in the day. And uh, I, I still <laughs> I still fondly remember buying uh, Battle Arena Toshin Den for uh, uh for Game Boy and that really converted oh, God, me to no. fighting games. I <laughs> I love I love that game. The music is just so good and it's so, it reaches so far ahead of what you would expect a, an 8-bit fighting game. I mean, if you look at the NES fighting games, do they seem really like super high quality games? I mean, no. <laughs> and for for a Game Boy game to even approach the level of playability that Battle Ring Toshin then did i and like like i said as a kid i remember getting it and just being blown away by how how much fun i had with it and it's even one of those like progenitors of the uh, um you know that there's the argument about motion controls versus just your simple oh forward plus a plus b or something like that it had a mode like that built in back in 96 oh, um cool. so so stuff yes. like that it's just it's in retrospect it's Smart. a very very cool thing to have <laughs> right well, you know, um, oh yeah, well, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I was going to say I never did actually explain the Genesis thing. So oh, yeah, 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 please. Do. Real quick, real quick, the Genesis version of Tournament Fighters, I I remember renting it, and I remember being confused. I just remember being like, <laughs> "What's going on? Why is this <laughs> game like this? Like, I don't understand why moves are so hard to do. Why yes. do hits? Why do hits not really hit? Like, a good way, a good way to kind of." <laughs> ease people into the idea that the Genesis version is not really that great is uh, there's actually a review online um, from, I don't know if you've ever heard of the, the, the group they're called team best from now. Um, but basically what they do, they do is they break down high level uh, understanding for older, less popular fighting games. I mean, they've done it for some really bad games, but uh, tournament fighters watching their review you realize very quickly you've got infinite throw loops for all the characters but one character. Uh, the controls are absolutely garbage, extremely hard to use. And then on top of that, you know, you have this whole system of, oh, okay, well, we have super moves. You know, it's kind of like your Art of Fighting or your old school King of Fighters game. Uh, but the moves are extremely difficult to do. And at, at the end of the day, like as good as they are, throwing each other is still infinitely better because whoever throws first just wins the round. Um, oh geez! <laughs> so it's 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 one of those it's one of those games where it's kind of like yeah you can have fun if you limit yourself on purpose uh, but I would not I would not suggest that anyone actually play it. Uh, it's they really one of those it, games. Uh, sumo uh, should have called it a sumo tournament. Just throw <laughs> yeah. each other. Around. Yeah, that actually is a good way to put it. It is very much like a sumo a sumo game where the idea is that you just you put person into a, a person into a bad position one time and then it's over. <laughs> 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 Look at the back of a Volkswagen. It does have K- it does have Casey Jones though, so I mean you got you got to give it that. And it has That's April, dope. even though April's just Blaze. I I don't know. Yeah, you know, I I ended up watching a video after we did the episode, and someone made that comparison, and I was like, oh, she does look like Blaze from uh, Streets of Rage, which is kind of cool. 
But, you know, it's like, wait, why? why? <laughs> you have an iconic character. April O'Neil is known for wearing one outfit. <laughs> and you couldn't get that right. I mean, don't get me wrong. April is in a game that we made. And I, I honestly feel like, you know, I'm glad that she doesn't look like her standard version of herself. But there's plot reasons for that. Like, we've, we've explained it. The Genesis version just is like, oh, she's Blaze now. And you're like, wait, what? Why is she blaze? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what I, so, I, I was going to add something about like our review. Uh, so we kind of we tried. Now we've got nostalgia for some games, and in some games we have played, but we always try to. I, I imagine it anyways. This is how I imagine it. Goops could probably be different, but like it's a new game that we just picked up out of a, a box that a friend gave us of video games. And we're like, all right, we're going to try this game out. No, no, I want, I go to the video store in my mind. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. You know what? That's a good idea. Like you're, I go to a blockbuster. It. Yeah. yeah I, we're, we're renting these games. We, we don't get the manual and that's how I play them. I never play them. I never look at the manual until after I've played it because I don't, you know, you didn't get the manual. So it's like, we rented it. We brought it home. We're playing it for the weekend what do we think of it? Does it still hold up to like today's standards or, you know, is it something that we just all missed? And, you know, of course the Sega version, no one needs to go back and play that one, but (laughs) you're going to make me cause you're fucked like that. I am going to make you eventually just, we'll probably wait a year. (laughs) (laughs) Just remember, just remember all you gotta do is just do throws. That'll let you can, you can beat the CPU, even though it's impossible. You just have to throw them over and over again. (laughs) Hubie, you're part of this conversation as well. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> if we ever review that game, guess who's coming on the show? Well, that, makes, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I, I, I will. I will admit, I, 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 my, my opinions might be a little bit swayed. I mean, just because I, you know, it's like you said. The problem is that there's other versions of the game. Like if there were, if the Genesis was all that existed, maybe in a vacuum, I could be like, "Hey, this isn't too too bad." I mean, I could I could enjoy this. But when you compare your Genesis version of the game to an NES game, and you're like, "Man, this NES game's looking pretty good right now." Not a good sign for your game. <laughs> yeah. Now you know. Uh, do you know like some of the back history of of like why there was three different cover? Like why did they make these games all the same name? Like, do you know anything crazy like that? Because, you know, we try to do some fun facts and stuff on the show, but, like, that was one thing I couldn't figure out is, like, why are they all three different games? Like, the NES, the Super Nintendo, and the Genesis, they're different. They have a similar cover on all three of them, but they're nothing alike. Do you you have any clue on why that is or anything like that? I'm going to tell you right now, I think it's because Ninja Turtles made money. Like, that was literally <laughs> the only reason. I, I, I've i looked at the teams and tried to figure out, you know, the logical reason for the way that the games came out. And it's it's very apparent. Uh, Konami, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're aware, Konami's not really known for fighting games. Right. Um, so when you when you take a look at their their output around that time, I mean, there's some good there's some good games, you know. I mean, it's not like they didn't make any good games uh, for fighting genre specifically. Uh, but I think what happened was they got they got this idea of hey, Street Fighter is hot, let's go ahead and release fighting games for each system. And now obviously NES, there's I mean, maybe two American NES fighting games, maybe. Uh, I, I'll be honest. Yeah, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of uh, uh, Joy Mech Fight is one of them, and that's a Japanese only game. 
Uh, there's there's bootlegs, but it's really an untapped market. So I figured they were like, okay, well we'll we'll take the NES and we'll we'll make a fighting game. It doesn't have to be the best fighting game ever. It just has to be a fighting game that we can tie <laughs> into these other ones. Because I'm sure you guys know back in the day. That was a big thing. Hey, let's put it out on all the systems, but they're going to be different versions yeah. of the game. Yeah. Uh, I, World Combat I, with the Blood between Sega and Super Nintendo. Well, that yeah, and, that's, and another thing, too, is, I mean, the quality, even of the same game, you know, I mean, look at Mortal Kombat. The SNES version of Mortal Kombat is garbage. It's yep. just absolute trash. And it's not. it has nothing to do with the blood. Uh, it's just a rush production uh there's people on twitter you can go find that who are like uh actual developers on that game and they talk about how badly that went um like did they just got last minute they were thrown in to try and fix this really awful port uh whereas the genesis version i mean i still like i almost like the genesis version better than the arcade version if i'm being honest uh, yeah it's pretty stellar it's it I think the biggest issue with it is that it doesn't play it really a hundred percent like the arcade, but I mean the music is amazing. The graphics I I remember when my friend bought Mortal Kombat, I was so excited to go to his house and put in the blood code and play the game. <laughs> like that I love Mortal Kombat. I played Mortal Kombat in the arcades, but even as like, you know, I mean, as a little kid in an arcade, you don't know what the hell you're doing. You know, yeah, it's one well, of those yeah. situations. You're, so you're just so uh, excited to have a chance to play the game and not just lose left and right to people who know what the hell they're doing or beat or get beaten by the CPU. So it was just it was so exciting for that. As for why there's three versions, I'm just going to give you the honest truth. I don't think there's any good reason for it. But <laughs> I do see a lot of people who were part of other Konami fighting games who were brought in to work on the SNES version. So maybe it was one of those things where the SNES version was decided upon and they said, well, you know, we've got this license for all the systems. Why don't we go ahead and put it out for those as well? So that, that would be my best guess. Man, they, I mean, they just, it looks like they put more time and effort into the Super Nintendo version and not, they didn't put any time or anything into the Genesis version. It feels no, like. No, they screwed the poop it's a on beat it. Team. It's a B team. There's no ifs, ands, or buts on that. You look at the, the cast. I mean, it's not their fault. I'm sure they were given very limited time, yeah. but you know. You can't imagine there was a lot of playtesting on that version. I, I, the SNES version, I mean, there's a beta that's out there where you could see there was actual changes. I don't think there's a, a Tournament of Fighters for Genesis beta. Like, I'm betting you it was like, hey, looking no, good, time to release, release it. <laughs> it it's, they released the beta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think there was very little improvement time. It was like, hey, we got a working game. We've got all the assets, time to put it out. And that was really what ended up happening. I mean, everyone who played the Genesis version probably feels like it was an unfinished game. I mean, despite the fact that it has a good cast, it's like you have all these characters that you can't play as, that they tell you you can play as. It's like, it's clear something broke down in the middle of the creation of that game. Right. Yeah. Well, and you know, like the Super Nintendo, just the backgrounds alone, like they're the backgrounds do so much for the gameplay to me uh especially yeah. you know it's it's and i mentioned it in, in that particular review is that you know i hate keep going back to that review but uh you know like the the backgrounds they they remind me a lot of street fighter and there's a lot of of a lot, a lot of similarities in some of the levels yeah. but like there's there's life in the background there's stuff moving and that's and that's why there's only uh, three levels allowed in tournament fighting. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, I, I think it's funny. You guys were mentioning the like the parallax scrolling up front for the uh, the, and that's a Street Fighter Two 
hallmark. Like I remember back in the day being so impressed by that as a kid. Like when I got Street Fighter 2 and the SNES on Christmas Day, I was like, holy crap, the game looks just as good as arcade. And I, I was blown away by that. So for them to try and emulate that, I mean, why wouldn't you? Why would you? Like, you look at, like I said, some of the other Konami fighters. I don't know if you guys are aware of Marshall Champion. Uh, uh, Marshall Champion is not really an amazing game. So if, <laughs> if you've got the team that worked on that and say, hey, we want you guys to make another fighting game, you might say, hey, don't make Marshall Champion again. <laughs> why don't you make Street Fighter 2? Let's do that. Go with that. Yeah. And you have Ninja Turtles. Here we go. I mean... You know, I I really can't think of any other Konami fighting game. Like, this is the only... And in fact, I didn't even realize this was a Konami game until we booted up and we were like, oh, oh yeah, Konami. <laughs> Hell, hey, it, there are some there are some really good ones. I mean, like I said, just because Marshall Champion is kind of like not the greatest in the world didn't mean they didn't make any good games. It's just, it's one of those things where they're all kind of relegated to arcades. Uh, another really good one that you could look into if you're ever interested is... Uh, um, uh, it's called Dragoon Might. Dragoon Might, absolutely top top shelf game. It's made by the same people who made Tournament Fighters, so it's like, of oh, course, okay. it's good. So like, it's one of those things where it's like, you look at Konami's output. They made Yar Kung Fu, which is like that's like a, a a real progenitor to fighting games. But they've also made games where no one's ever heard of them, like Battle Trist, uh, <laughs> Raging Fighter, like all these games that it's like, yeah, I mean, they're not great. They're playable. Uh, but it's not something that I would probably go back and play aside from just kind of laughing at it. Uh, so, like I said, Konami, not absolutely amazing at fighting games, but they, like I said, they have their moments. Right. Now, so, because I said it quite a bit in the episode, I kept calling it a Street Fighter clone. Is that kind of like in the community? Because, you know, obviously I'm not in this uh, community for this particular game or anything. But is it kind of like... Not a, yet, Toby. Not yet. We're, not we're, yet. <laughs> we'll be... Me, I, you, me, know, you. We found out in this episode that fighting. Can, I love fighting. Is there games. a way that me and Toby can face off against each other in a tournament? Oh, oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, actually, we we have run quite a few tournaments at this point. We're like, geez, I've run them every year at Magfest. Uh, we've had, but we had a. Uh, uh, there's actually a tournament called Climb Cancel. Uh, it's like a, a local uh, uh, Baltimore thing. And uh, I helped uh, run the SNES fighting games for that, and the whole, it, it, there's been a lot of small tournaments. Let's just put it that way. So if if we ever if we ever find a way to get you guys united online to play, uh, certainly it would be nice to see you all. You know, I, oh, I wouldn't would... put you guys first round. I would try to get you guys into a bracket <laughs> where you guys could play each other later. That's but, the only you know. way. That's the only way we would <laughs> play because yeah, I'm, that's the only that's way we're not... fighting each other's first round because we're both <laughs> fucked after that. Oh man. <laughs> I found no. That's what I was gonna say a second ago. Is I I realize like I love fighting games. There's something about them. I love playing other people. Like, but you're not good at them. Toby. I'm terrible at fighting <laughs> games. I don't understand. I'm so bad at them. But you, I will me. hand your ass to you in Street Fighter, no matter what. Like third strike listen, or whatever the hell. Listen, you give me a platformer though, that motherfucker's conquered. I will kill it all day long. <laughs> you give me a fighting game, and it's like I've never played a video game before. And I'm like, what does this A button do? Do does it make me jump? Like I'm an idiot. Like I just don't know. Goobs is the fighting guy. Like I don't know. It it, it works. I get it. Oh, I get it. Is that going to be on my gravestone? Goobs, the fighting guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I will say this much in the community. There is no doubt that there is some strong comparisons to be made to Street Fighter, uh, specifically Street Fighter Hyper Fighting and Championship Edition. Um, 
honestly, I think it's kind of cool that they took concepts and put them into this game that you wouldn't really expect. Like, uh, and this is this is gonna be funny. It's a good anecdote. You look at tournament fighters, and of course, you say, "Oh, it looks like Street Fighter." It also has this thing called CPS chaining. Now, CPS is the name of the system that the original Street Fighters were released on. Um, it's the arcade hardware that it's from. Once they moved away from CPS one and onto CPS two, and basically decided, "Hey, we're gonna we're trying to make Super Street Fighter and Super Street Fighter two, they took out something uh, basically that amounted to an extra combo option, which is CPS chains. So CPS chains let you cancel your lights into your heavies, and they give you bigger combos than you would normally be able to do. I personally think the fact that the <laughs> Street Fighter 2 on SNES doesn't have CPS chains, but Tournament Fighters does. Like, they took this idea that even the Capcom porting team couldn't do correctly on SNES and put it into their SNES fighting game. So that that is a huge... I, I think that's an accomplishment in and of itself. No, I mean, obviously... 100%. That's totally crazy that they were able to do that. And that's another thing, too. Like, also, you look at the cast. I mean, there's a lot of unique concepts that... I mean, look at Wingnut. Wingnut can fly. The only character before him that could air dash was a character in the original Dragon Ball Z fighting game in arcades. Like, if you don't consider that to be, like, the absolute first time that it's ever been featured, it's the first fighting game with an air dash. Like, that's that's crazy. Wingnut has, like, handhelds inside of his wings. Yeah, <laughs> grab a hold of them. <laughs> the funny, like the you, funny part is he can't act. That human hybrid, you wouldn't need that, but this guy definitely does. Canonically, Wingnut actually cannot fly. He's the only character from his race who cannot fly. That's his uh, his sad story, uh, and that Donatello actually builds those wings for him. That's another thing I've done in the past couple of years. In the past three years, especially, I've met a lot of people who are. I mean, I thought I was a pretty big Ninja Turtles fan. No, I, I was not as big a Ninja Turtles fan as I thought. Uh, there are people who just, like, they're like, yeah, uh, Wingnut's from this episode, and uh, then he was actually from this comic, and this is a storyline, and this is when he died, and this is all this information that I'm like, I mean, if you read the Archie yeah, comics, Wingnut great. died? Well, that one's actually a kind of a joke, because, you know, Ninja Turtles. Oh, okay, I was going to say, rest in peace for Wingnut. Ninja, Ninja Turtles, if you hadn't noticed by now, their big thing is just re-rebooting. Like, they're the original, like, let's just reboot everything series. <laughs> they're like, uh, all that stuff, it doesn't really matter. Who cares? I mean, the continuity between uh, episodes was sometimes tenuous anyway, so yeah, it's not yeah. really too surprising they would just kind of throw that stuff away and try and There's make it. how many, like, generations of Turtles at this point. Oh, yeah, the exactly. Ones we grew up with uh, late 80s, early 90s, and then from there on forth. And even that version, you know, there's the Red Sky season where things just kind of started falling apart and they take concepts that f weren't ever really intended to be in the show, but take it from like movies that were in development hell and decide, okay, well, we'll put this into the show. And it's just an absolute train wreck. I mean, the last three seasons of Ninja Turtles, you have to be a pretty big Ninja Turtles fan to enjoy them. <laughs> I, I, I do. I do enjoy them, but it's it's definitely with a sense of irony at the very least. <laughs> But like, is is it like, uh, like when someone's like, it, okay, let's just say on Twitter, if someone's like, uh, tournament fighter is just a Street Fighter two ripoff, is that gonna like boil some of the uh, people in the community's blood, or are they just like, yeah, no, we know, <laughs> like, is I, it is it commonly accepted that it's it gets compared to it, or is it just one of those things like, no, this is why it's different, and you're wrong, and you're stupid, and your mom's ugly. 
No, I, I think I think for the most part, uh, we we play to that as a strength. I mean, uh, you look back on it, like I said. I mean, in terms of ports, back in the day when you ported a, a game to a console, I mean, yeah, you had like an outline of what to do, but there was no guarantee it was going to be a good port. When you talk about it, a completely original IP, uh, if you're going to base it off of something, I, as Goobs pointed out. It's kind of not the worst thing to steal from. Yeah, <laughs> you, no. If you take crib notes off of any game from 1994, Street Fighter 2 is not a bad one. You're yeah. not going to make a game and like base it after ET's Atari. Like, there's no fucking way. You're just making a pile of garbage that's going to get buried somewhere. You want to, <laughs> if you want to emulate something, you go for the best. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's fair. That's very fair. I just and plus it's cool because it gets all the old heads. You got to remember also, you know, as people who are in their thirties, you know, we're kind of like, hey, more more people should come play this game. Like we'd love to have you. And a lot of people have played Street Fighter Two. I mean, let's let's be real. Yeah, most people have played Street Fighter (laughs) Two. If if you are in the retro gaming community at all, even in the slightest, you've played. You don't have seven copies of Street Fighter on your (laughs) shelf right now. There's a fucking issue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, back in the day, I, I had my original copy of Street Fighter Two. I still have it. I mean, I didn't. The funny part is, uh, I never actually bought all the the ports after that. I just played them in arcades, and I was like, okay, like I'll just practice. Like back in the day, you know, you'd be like, okay, I'll just go play the old version because until like 1998 or 99, you know, the internet really wasn't something that a lot of people had access to. I had, I had access to it, but it was also one of those situations where, you know, I'm not rolling in money. I can't really go out and afford to buy a bunch of games. I, as you guys probably did rented almost every game I played as a (laughs) kid. I, I, I had a game genie. And I was like, okay, I'm playing all these games and beating them. I don't care if I'm bad at them. I want to see the end of this game. So that was that was the investment back in the day. You invested in the game, Genie, so that when you went to Blockbuster, you, you didn't just spend all weekend. that word, man. You say it one more time, something bad might happen. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair no enough. one wants but, that. But, no one wants that. But 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 yeah, that's that is one of those that is one of those things where well, back in the day it. it it was more of an accepted thing. Like if you liked fighting games, you played street fighter. So having that common connection really does help bring people in. So I, 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 I welcome the comparison, uh, but I will say it does have things like I said, air dashing and uh, unique characters that are just um, an amalgamation of like three different street fighter characters. And you're like, wow. Okay. Like Armagon's got Dalsim moves. He's got guile moves. You know, you're like, what's Whoa, going on? Flash kick, man. Can't be beat. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is very very good it is extremely difficult to be so what what was like your favorite fighting game growing up or was it tournament fighter Ooh, i i would love to to say it was tournament fighter but uh if i'm being 100 percent honest i i did not i didn't play a lot of games at home yeah um i played mostly in the arcade so i was just a fan of whatever was out you know i mean i played all of the old fighting games, Tekken 1, Tekken 2, I mean, I played Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2, all of those games, I would be so excited to go to the arcade and play. I mean, I'd stay there for like five or six hours, and eventually, you know, you, you get to know the people who work at the arcade, and maybe you they hook the you up with free credit. Against. It becomes a community. That's pretty it's, much what it happens. Exactly, and that's kind of, and that's kind of you know, I mean, like I said, if I had a favorite fighting game from back in the day, whew. I did really, really love Street Fighter too. I mean, it was such a, a such an amazing game. But I was, I was, I was in love with uh, Samurai Showdown. 
Yeah, I see. I like I like SNK games more. Like in my opinion, I was always more of an SNK fan. When uh, the first time I played Fatal Fury two in the arcades, I was blown away. I was like, "Holy crap, this is awesome!" And Who's then this fucking Terry guy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. Like y- y- you kind of back in the day, it would also be, "Hey, everyone's playing the more popular game. If I play that, I'm gonna lose my money faster. So let me go play the less popular game." learn that and then i could stay on there for longer like when when the arcade's your babysitter you kind of learn hey maybe i should get good at these games so that i don't <laughs> Dude, just sit around for hours my heart right now <laughs> here's five dollars go keep yourself busy for a while <laughs> yeah no exactly so that, and that's that's the thing so when you asked what my favorite was it was whatever anyone was playing like i i played games because other people were playing them right yeah, I, I just, I, I always try to think of like, you know, it, it, especially with the arcade, like if you had one quarter and there's all these arcade machines lined up, which one are you sticking it in? See Ooh. me, I, I go to like probably Mortal, Mortal Kombat 2. <laughs> Sorry, I'm choking on my breath there. If you said like, line up all these women up here, which one do you want to stick it in? <laughs> hey, it's, just, it's the same. It's the same with, with the video games. Like I would probably pick Mortal Kombat 2 or Tekken 2. Those those Ooh. those were always my go tos as a kid. So Tekken two, and I, like I had to see everyone's ending. Ugh. I needed to see all of that. You know, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I, I I was never that dedicated to like really like get to the end because the thing is like you'd play the game and immediately someone would come challenge you. So like <laughs> I, I don't I don't think I saw Devil Kazuya for quite a while. Like it just put it that way. It was one of those things. Like I said, in a thriving arcade environment, you know, no one's playing against a CPU. Like, I mean, maybe you'd go early one day and you'd be able to play the CPU for like two or three rounds or something like that. Uh, and if you were, you know, a little kid, your hand-eye coordination, maybe not good enough to beat level four or something like that. So you'd be like, okay, I'll, uh, I'll put in another uh, quarter and I'll practice to try and get better or something like that. I, nowadays, if I had, I mean, if I went to Galloping Ghost and I was there and I'm sitting here like, oh, there's every arcade game I've ever played and my life is here. Um, I'd probably play something I've played less. It would be, it wouldn't be a game that I was very comfortable with. I'm more of the kind of guy who likes to see what a game has, like, um, trying to be the best at a game is important. I mean, I like, I like being good and I like teaching people. Uh, but by the same token, like brand loyalty is pretty, pretty far down on my list of reasons to play a game like i don't play street fighter 5 i played street fighter 3 i played street fighter 4 i played street fighter 2 but i don't i don't see any reason to buy a new console to play street fighter 5 i just it doesn't appeal to me in any way shape or form so right it's a weird answer but i'd probably go play like uh like I said, if I was a Galloping Ghost, I'd probably go play like Rumblefish 2 or something like <laughs> a, a game that I see at arcades maybe once every four years or something like that. Right. And, you know, I guess that kind of that's kind of the, the, the heart of this show in particular. Like, you know, we're we we like to play the games that we know and love, but we also like to get into these games that we never even heard of. We didn't know they existed. And, and you know, to see and. We, we try to pick them apart and we try to figure out like, okay, what makes this game tick? Was, was this something good and worth playing? And, you know, it's kind of the, the same idea, I feel like. Because I, I feel like I did that all the time at any arcades I went to is, well, no one's playing this game. I'm going to jump on this and see if it's worth playing. And then sometimes you'd be like, that was a hella cool game. No one else likes it, but I think it's cool. Uh, yeah. I, I particularly remember this uh this one Street Fighter the movie. 
Uh, oh, no. well, you, you, you guys, you guys don't don't start bad mouthing Street Fighter the movie. That was one of my talking points later. I actually play that game seriously. So, oh, <laughs> oh really? I actually love that movie. We both do. We love oh. the movie. I've never played the game though. The Street Fighter the movie the game. I've never played the game. I'm I'm gonna tell you guys real quick. In in my mind, the absolute best, the best video game movie is still Double Dragon. I I'm sorry, it's not everyone's favorite. I, you love know, I still Dragon. love Mortal. I see. That's the thing. I love the cheesiness of it. I love oh, the geez. sheer '90sness of it. And like, I mean, like I said, I like Street Fighter the movie a, a bunch as well. I mean, it was one of those movies I saw in theaters. And you know, whether or not it was a great adaptation of Street Fighter itself, I enjoy the film. And so when uh, when the opportunity to play the game came up, I I actually did play it back in the day. We had the uh, the one arcade that always had like the off-brand fighting games. Uh, that's where I played uh, Martial Champion. They had Time Killers, uh, they had Bloodstorm, and they had Street Fighter the movie, of course. So <laughs> it's it's one of those it's one of those things. It's just it, the game itself. The more broken a game is, like the less it makes sense. The more entertaining it is to me overall. So <laughs> that, it, that's pretty good. <laughs> like okay, yeah, that was like the big standout game at the arcade I used to go to. Like we now have Street Fighter two, Street Fighter the. Wait, did you go to like uh, Look at the uh, game? Did like, you go oh, to uh, did you go to like Barcade or something like that? No, no, no. This is like when I'm growing up. Oh, okay, okay. I was about to say because that was a big. It's funny. Everyone always tells me because I'm a big Street Fighter the movie fan. They're like, make sure you go to uh, Barcade. They've got it. And I'm like, no one would be playing that game. I'd just be fighting the CPU. Yeah. Like that, that's the biggest problem with arcades. If there's no one there to play the game, it's like, well, what's the point of being here? <laughs> See, I grew up. Uh, I'm a little bit older than you. I'm uh, 36. So, like, right around the same era where we play uh, arcades and all that shit. You had more of your motor skills. Yeah, two years <laughs> two years more, so. <laughs> but, yeah, just, uh, I wish arcades were more of a thing, especially now, but I guess you can't do them now because you're touching things. Or well, not allowed touching things anymore. Arcades have been a shell for years, man. I, I remember when my local arcade, the one I had been going to for years and years, finally closed. And by that point, it was just it was just depressing. It was I mean, that's the thing. Consoles kinda caught up and killed a lot of that drive that people had to go to their arcade. People don't want to leave the house, right? Well, it's not even that. They don't want to spend the money on losing. That's the issue. They're like, because that's the thing. Back in the day, as a kid, I never thought about that. We didn't care about losing our parents' money. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's the key. It was all about, how can I make this money last longer? Not, oh, no, I'm losing this money. So, so which uh which console did you grow up playing like was it mostly oh. super nintendo like what was what was your main console that you always seem to go back to amiga Ooh. well nowadays <laughs> snes is definitely the one i go back to the most playstation and uh snes are definitely the ones i go back to the most i i grew up playing a lot of game boy um and then i once i got you know you get a little bit bored of game boy uh, I convinced my parents to get me a TurboGrafx-16. Nice. Oh, oh God. That's yeah. quite the upgrade. <laughs> well, uh, sadly, you know, it's one of those things where as a kid, you're like, oh, this game, I mean, this system is so cool. And then you can't afford any of the games for Aww. it. And I can tell you right now, absolutely nowhere had TurboGrafx-16 <laughs> games to rent. Nowhere nope. had that. So yeah, so it, 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 eventually I got a, a, an SNES on on Christmas like I said I that that was my my one of my my crowning things that I got uh after I got the SNES 
Um, I bought myself a Genesis just because I was like, I fucking, I need a Genesis. That was not an option. I mean, by that point, I was hooked. Uh, and then I got a Game Gear. Uh, and then I didn't get another console until PlayStation. Uh, I rented a Saturn and an N64 like from Blockbuster back in the day. And I was like, oh, that's enough. I don't need any more. <laughs> <laughs> I got the PlayStation. Uh, it's all good. Well, that that's the funny part. Like, uh, PlayStation was the first console that I got when I was serious about fighting games. Tekken Tag Tournament came out, and I was just so hyped for Tekken Tag Tournament uh, that I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go buy Tekken 3 so I can get better at, at Tekken Tag Tournament because I can't go to the arcades all the time. Yeah. So I bought myself a PlayStation. I got myself an awful arcade stick. I mean, it was it was a cool arcade stick. It was one of the nicer ones that you could get at a KB Toys, uh, but it wasn't exactly like a world-class arcade stick that you get nowadays. And I practiced that game for hours against my friends. Uh, eventually, I got, um, I got Dreamcast. I got that day one. Uh, I wanted to be able to play Marvel vs. Capcom and Soul Calibur. Right. Uh, you know, it just it was one of those systems where it was kind of like play okay. those uh, godlike games. Well, and, <laughs> those and games are top tier. I fell in love with Power Stone and a lot of a lot of. Is that the thing? A lot of the reason why I like the weird games that I do is because you know I, I kind of gave a chance to games based off the fact that I had them. And then once you've had that mentality, I mean, like I said, our generation probably has it more than anything. You get a game. And like nowadays, people just buy games because they're cool. You're like, oh, I want to yeah. buy the game so that eventually I'll play it. But back in the day, that's free. What... Who gives a fuck? You spend thousand dollars on fucking skins and don't play it no more. <laughs> well, and that's another thing. That's a, another reason why I don't play a lot of modern games. Is it's just like, I, it's almost kind of like I have so many games that I've been able to pick up at you know yard sales and all this stuff. Like I still haven't played Bayonetta. You know, I mean, I, I've got all these games to play before I get to the point where the modern age can begin for me. By the time they're at PS7, I'll probably be playing through all of my PS3 games and playing <laughs> through all my 360 games because at this point, it's just not happening. Welcome home, brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the the reason this show was started was for an excuse to be like, okay, we got to pick a new game every week. <laughs> like that's that's the whole idea of this of this show is to like make an excuse to play all these games in in the collection, you know. So <laughs> yeah, that makes perfect sense. We, I, I, I we know that feeling so much of never getting to every game that you own, and they just sit dude, there. I bought the Spider Man game like three years ago. Still, like played like ten minutes. <laughs> I, it's, I'm no. I, that's another thing. Like I know PS4. these games are good, but I'd <laughs> almost rather just watch someone play them because, at least for me, I can't focus on these games. Like I get so I get so obsessed with like breaking down the way the game plays that i don't play like i don't play it the way you're supposed to like with a lot of these well, games you you're like challenge too right yeah no exactly like i want to i like in speed running has kind of shown like it's come up more recently but back in the day like i remember watching super plays like these were things from japan where people were playing the game at the highest level and i was like oh this is so cool like watching someone beat super mario sunshine as fast as humanly possible yeah. like that's much more interesting to me than playing modern games like and then I, those awesome games done quick and all that shit too yeah no exactly it, it's much more entertaining to see someone do a commentary track explaining why a game is broken than it is for me to play a triple a action game you know i mean it just it's it's cool like i could watch someone do that but i'd much rather sit down with and as an example clay fighter or shack fu and <laughs> like play with people who i know like the game like they may like the game a lot more than i do but I can't. I didn't like the game. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to tell you right now. If you're playing the original Clay Fighter, you're doing yourself a disservice. The original oh, yeah. Clay Fighter is 
not a good game. I Clay think, Fighter Tournament Edition is actually a playable game. We, we, I think we ended up covering Tournament Edition, if I if I remember correctly. I don't even remember at this point. It's been so long I, ago. I didn't listen to that episode. I just assumed when you had Clay Fighter on there that, like, and I, I probably shouldn't have assumed this, but like everyone else, you figure, oh, well, what's going to be the difference? They're the exact same, which, I, I mean, honestly, if I hadn't played Tournament Edition as a kid, I would never have thought, oh, they're different. It just happens to be that I was around during that time when, you know, Blockbuster was like, oh, we've got the new Tournament Edition for our tournament, and do you want to play it? And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is different. Like, this is, <laughs> I rented I rented Clay Fighter, was like, oh, this is a fun game. Then I, I rented Clay Fighter Tournament Edition to get ready for the tournament, and I was like, wow, they really improved this game. So most people's experiences with it would be just completely different. They, they would say, oh, well... I mean, if if there's any difference between them, I didn't see it or something like that. Whereas if you had someone beating the crap out of you with things that are new to the game, you're like, well, kind of have to recognize that this is a different game now. And it's not the exact same thing. Um, we did play Tournament Edition. I had to look it up. It's, oh, episode, nice. it's episode 41 for anyone that's curious. But I'll, I'll, <laughs> oh, go, God, I'll have to go back and listen to it now. No, you don't. You're good. <laughs> it was, hey, we've realized that our our show has evolved and changed so much that we can't go back and listen to our old episodes anymore. It's so weird listening to them. We cringe so hard. So no, I get, I get that now. I mean, that's the thing because you I mean you're always improving. So yeah, it's, natural progression of things, just like a video game and modding the. Uh, game and everything like that you got to do natural progression so speaking of that what about the tmnt versus justice league oh okay so uh <clears throat> as part of this uh this uh this whole snes discord um the snes fighters discord was kind of originally started as the ninja turtles tournament fighter discord and uh we had enough people who were really into other snes fighting games i was just like okay well let's expand upon that um after doing that we had a lot of people who were playing Sailor Moon, uh, Ranma One Half. They're playing ports like Killer Instinct and stuff like that. They'd come in and they would they would have feedback to give for like, hey, you guys are doing a hack for uh, uh, tournament fighters. Uh, here's some ideas that you might like. Now, whether or not all those ideas necessarily end up in the game, you know, that's not necessarily something I can I can attest to because I'm not the one programming it. But what ended up happening was as we were working on an update past Championship Edition. Uh, we got a couple of people who joined the the, the Discord. Um, a guy by the name of Kamikaze. Uh, he actually he's a. Uh, if you guys have ever heard of Mugen, Mugen yep. is one of those those things where you know it's got this reputation of being kind of trashy. Uh, I never had a problem with it because I grew up, you know, I, I grew up when it came out, and I was like, oh, this is so cool! Like this is just yeah, like an awesome like concept. Two hundred and fifty fighters, <laughs> like you just pick whoever the fuck you want. Yeah, have, so uh, for me, for me, I, I, most people would look down on that. They'd be like, "Oh, this is that's trash." And I was like, "What are you talking about? Like, this guy is like one of the best creators of all time. Like, he's he's obviously knows what he's talking about." Part of the reason I I, I got in touch with him is because he actually converted all the Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters characters to Mugen. So when he did that, I said, "Oh, well, let me start advertising because it would be cool to see your characters fight other characters. You know, it's just it's just a cool thing," and. I, it somehow it just came up. He's like, well, hey, you know, why don't we make our own game? Since you guys are working on uh, uh, an update to Championship Edition, why don't I go ahead and start making my own game? And his idea was to take the characters from Justice League Task Force. And he <laughs> wanted to create a game where those two casts so came together. And it's I, so I, dope, man. <laughs> let, me, let me be clear. 
the stuff that he's done to make that game as good as it is, like I, I, I truly do consider it a sequel to Tournament Fighters and a sequel to Justice League Task Force, and it's it's a a labor of love, you know. I mean, three years of development went into this game, wow. and we've also we've also got people uh, that are part of the team who kind of help us. Uh, figure out, you know, how to make references to the the comic books and to tournament, uh, not tournament fighters, to uh, TMNT in ways that are are something that fans may be able to pick up on later. So it's it's a pretty large team at this point. Uh, but you know, we've got we've got programmers, we've got people who are in touch with uh, one of our our team members. He goes by uh, a What's going on here? Uh, he actually <laughs> knows some famous SNK artists, and uh, you know, he's got people. He just happened to be friends with them and he's like hey you know uh, i want to help you guys out with this game it's something that i've always been interested in i love tournament fighters he got in touch with the uh one of the main artists from snk if you've ever played king of fires 2001 or king of fires 2002 uh, there's a, yeah there's there's an artist in there uh, he goes by the name nona uh and he actually commissioned nona to create art for the game wow. um and so not only do we have like hand drawn art from uh, an SNK artist who's you know I mean he's well known he's a very popular artist, uh, but that association also got us uh, ends with uh, uh, people who had done sound design uh, for SNK as well. So like the sound effects for like uh, your super meter filling up or for doing a super, those are actually from ex SNK employees. Like there's there's a lot of time and effort that you would never even know went into it. There I mean there's. I mean, the people geez. that do notice that they'll appreciate it so much more. Yeah, and that, that is like, that has been something that has happened. Yeah, We've like, had like holding a child and just like until it grows up to be fucking awesome and manly, and then kicks <laughs> your own ass. <laughs> well, that that's and that's the other thing too. The game, the game has a lot of original content. I mean, it's not just. I mean, like <laughs> I, I'm sure you may you may possibly know, like. Back in the day, Tournament Fighters, I mean, yeah, it's a well-made game, but it's not exactly, you know, full of animation. And you look at Justice League Task Force, you know, there's there's stuff there, but, you know, maybe uh, maybe we can incorporate some stuff from newer games into that or make custom sprites. So we've actually made custom sprites for new win poses. We've done, uh, the game has uh, a full story with dialogue for every single matchup that you can have. Jeez, uh, I mean, we, we made April... April from the uh, Tournament Fighters for Genesis is in TMNTX Justice League, completely resprited from Asuka. Uh, so Asuka's not in the game. Uh, sorry if you guys uh, are Asuka fans, but uh, <laughs> she's been replaced by April. And uh, uh, also on top of that, you have characters like um, Kirby. Kirby is a, a we, we had this idea of, hey, let's make a, a, a turtle that doesn't have weapons. Uh, we just want to take all the moves that turtles have that are just their fists or their feet. And we're going to make a character based around that. Um, so he he's people in what say again? No, does he suck people in? Cause he's Kirby. Oh, <laughs> actually he does have a move. If you, uh, you know, uh, Rio from, uh, uh, King of fighters and art of fighting, he has that multi-punch move that like kind of yep. sucks you in. He has that move. So yes, Kirby <laughs> does suck you in. Um, we also, uh, uh, added, uh, uh, an evil version of shredder. I know it's kind of a uh, mundane thing to say, uh, but, uh, he's a reanimated version of shredder. So he's got new moves. He's got geese's, uh, air fireballs, a very, very interesting character. Uh, in addition, we also remade rat King. Uh, you may know rat King is in tournament fighters for SNES. Oh, he's a, he's a boss character and he's just, he, he's questionable at best. Like, like he's very, very good. Um, so what we did was we actually commissioned tough. someone to come in. 
Yeah, he is really tough. But we, we commissioned someone to come in and animate a whole slew of new animations for him. So now he's a completely different character. Uh, wow. he's, the, the whole game, like I said, I mean, you've got <laughs> uh, new new animations for all of the Justice League cast, all the Tournament Fighters cast, new characters. And uh, it's it's just into oh. the community a lot. Like the oh, whole point we, was that we, we wanted lost to be... you for a second. We lost you for a second. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Yeah, we're good now. Okay, cool, cool. I was I was gonna say, um, yeah, a lot of that was a community based effort. We wanted to get ideas from people who were fans of Tournament Fighters, who were fans of Justice League Task Force, and you know, like I said, you can go to the Discord and you can see. I mean, it's three years of just people giving feedback, uh, ideas. Like I had an idea. I wanted to put. Um, I wanted a. a, a this is a, a kind of a famous. I don't want to say meme character, but like a like a kind of like a boss joke character. There used to be uh, uh, what they called Psycho Shredder. I was like, oh man, it would be so cool if you could take that concept of like an ultra powerful Shredder and turn that into a character in the game. So Kame actually did. He actually made. That's where <laughs> Omega Shredder comes from. He's got the stance from that Psycho Shredder, and it's just a completely fleshed out character based off that concept. But not, you know, the idea is it's 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 its own thing. It's not just ripping off that character or anything like that. Huh. Um, I, I like I said, I think Kame said it long ago. He he never intended this to be something for money. He wanted it to be something for the community, for people who really love tournament fighters and love the SNES fighting games. And I, as you can see, it's not exactly the kind of property we could go around uh, uh, selling uh, uh, copies of the game for. I, I'm pretty sure. DC or Mirage Comics might have a bit of an issue. Oh, with, yeah, there was uh, some stealing going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we 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 very carefully over the years have, have tried to make sure that we're 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 taking into account that you know obviously we're not making a dime off this. It's it's a purely a labor of oh, love. Oh, it's all about the love, and uh, it's awesome that you guys are doing stuff like that for the community and building your own like shit. Pretty much, it's it's amazing. It's it's crazy when you look back. I on just it found about this shit like recently, so I'm like diving head deep into it. You probably see me and uh, those discords coming up. Like, okay, how do I like beat this character really good right now? Yeah, and that's the other thing too. Is we actually expanded upon the original games. Like, uh, you remember how I mentioned CPS chains? Well, we yep. we actually added that to Tournament Fighters uh, uh, versus Justice League. TMNTX Justice League takes everything that we could take from the original game and just kind of amps it up a little bit. Like uh, CPS chains weren't that good for all of the cast. So what we did was we made it so the entire cast can use them and made them much more useful. So now rather than it just being, Hey, uh, I can tack on two extra hits. Every character can do a much more intense version of their combo that they had in the original game. And now they've got extra moves with new properties and so on and so forth. It's, 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 it still feels like tournament fighters, but it's not, it's not as rigid as that. It's it's the sort of game where you can, you you want to read the manual. I will tell you right now. Anyone who's listening to this, if you if you decide you want to go play TMNTX Justice League and you go download it from TMNTXJusticeLeague.com, uh, make sure you read the manual because the game. We, we, we do not, uh, Kame has never been about the kid gloves. Uh, the, the second you boot up that game, it is going to be brutal because the CPU <laughs> is very, very strong. Like I, I possibly, possibly one of the, he, he wrote his own AI routines for all of the characters. So like, I quite every, enjoy that. 
Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, this guy has made hundreds of characters. Like, if you were going to have anyone work on a sequel to Tournament Fighters, I couldn't think of anyone who could have been a better choice. I've got, <laughs> I've got a really important question. Really yeah. important. Is, <laughs> is the difficulty setting zero through seven? Uh, it's actually zero through eight. <laughs> I hate that so much. <laughs> what was <laughs> what's, uh, level eight is definitely not a joke either. You want to be real careful about level eight. Kame made uh, Kame made that game. I I've seen people who are are serious uh, uh, fighting game aficionados say I can't get past stage two because the CPU is that hard. So I, like I said, ooh. turn down the CPU. Go into practice mode for a minute and figure out a combo. Watch a combo video. We have combo videos for it. Don't don't just hop in face first because, holy crap, the CPU can. It's great because it'll teach you how to play. But the problem is if you're if you're if you feel like hey maybe I'm a little worried about you know not being able to get my stuff to come out. Go to practice mode first. Well, I think that the the uh, the SNES original version of, of Tournament Fighters, I think their difficulty setting was zero through seven or something like that. I can't yeah. remember what game it was, and it made me so mad. My OCD was just like, why? Why not one to ten? Why not one to five? Why does it start with zero? Like it just enraged me for some reason. It's uh, it's it's interesting. I I do feel like well, the original Tournament Fighters, if you play on level eight, is no joke either. Actually, oh. uh, by, de- by default on champ championship edition we have it set to level eight and we get a lot of people who complain they're like i love the game but i can't beat the the computer like i used to be able to and it's just because they didn't go to the options and turn down the difficulty since it's defaulted to eight they're like oh my god the computer is destroying me and i'm like I, yeah no i'm sorry no, thank you i'm yeah. gonna have to like work my way up to that but the cpu one day, is cheaper in that game you're gonna see me in the rankings one day man well, that's good to hear. I'm I'm glad I'm glad that you you you're. I'll be you're the one and only Donatello player. <laughs> Don Don is pretty good in that game, actually. Don Don is um, Don's one of those characters where it's like if you know his combos, uh, he can kill you real fast. <laughs> like uh, I his... found the slash uh, like where he shoots the shockwave out front so slow, like everyone can just jump right over it. Yeah, his his big thing, and I don't I won't go to it too deeply, but the big thing with Donatello is he's kind of like a, a Honda. Uh, he's got really good anti-airs. His standing fierce punch is like a spinning stick. The that, headbutt, uh, the most, bro. The headbutt, the kick throw. His headbutt is really, really cool. And actually, we do... Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll just say this. Like I said, Donatello and Tournament Fighters... He, me he understands the headbutt. Yeah, no, exactly. The headbutt, the headbutt, the uh, it's almost like Makoto from uh, Street Fighter Three Third Strike, where she does her neutral throw and she just headbutts you, and the whole screen shakes. It's the same same uh, exact concept with uh, with Donatello's. Of course, Donatello's came first, but um, <laughs> but no, but I was gonna say, like I said, Honda. Think Honda, because his hundred hands, the the one where you mash the fierce punch until he starts doing the stabs with the stick. Yep. Uh, if you catch a person with a jump in fierce punch into that, uh, it dizzies them and does half their health. So Holy as long shit. as you have that. It's uh, it's it's not like it's like you said, fireball, absolute garbage. That hundred hand slap, real good. <laughs> okay, See, I'm I'm a, I'm a half mass here in that with my both that. <laughs> it's crazy that you know like like the stats of stuff like that. Like oh yeah, if they come in with a fierce punch and and they're jumping and you do that, it takes half their health. Like that's 
Oh, that's well, Toby. If we were good gamers, we know all this shit too. Well, uh, well <laughs> <laughs> look, a couple of years ago, I got really hardcore into Street Fighter Four with my friends, and we—that's all we played all day, every day. We'd sit there and drink and, and play Street Fighter Four. And my awesome. bu- my buddy was teaching me about crossover attacks, and I thought I was learning a lot. Like I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" And because uh, he was looking up like you know uh, tournament players and stuff like that. I got online because I was cocky because I was better than all my friends. They whooped my ass. And ever since then, I'm like, nah, maybe maybe fighting games online isn't my thing. Maybe maybe just playing my friends. So I don't know all the lingo and, and everything. So or the stats. Playing, playing online is a huge, huge step. Honestly, it, it the worst part about playing online is even with the absolute best connection in existence, yeah, fighting games are not really. They're just they're just not designed to be played online. I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I'll play them online, but like my absolute favorite games, like uh, I play uh, Garo, Mark of the Wolves, and uh, Street Fighter EX2. I travel for those games, but playing them online it just brings me no joy. Like it's just it's a completely different experience. For simpler games like SNES games, it's not as big a deal, so it's it's not like there's as much to do. Um, so I feel like if you one other thing I'll just I'll just mention here real quick, just because I see a lot of people in the same situation that you're in, Toby. The reason why people get good at fighting games isn't because they're like some sort of godlike fighting game player. It's that once you've played one game enough to really like know your plan, you can just take that concept and put it into other games. Like that's why I can go play a completely random game I've never played before. And as long as I can find the move that's like the moves I'm used to, <laughs> that's what we, we talked I can about. Play that. It. Yeah, like we always. The first thing we always do is look for Ken and Ryu's, you know, uh, Hadoken and and you know the uppercut and stuff like that. Try to, that's the way to play. You you got to try those, and then you you start saying, okay, well maybe it's like maybe a Mortal Kombat yeah, where it's back back forward. Maybe the chart character, like you got to figure it out from there. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly the only difference. The only difference between what you guys are doing and what I'm doing is that I'm looking for very specific things for a move to have. Like, I'm not looking for the moves. I'm looking for like, oh, so say, for example, uh, earlier when I mentioned Donatello, like I'm looking for an anti-air. He has moves that are kind of like designed to be anti-airs, but he has a move that obviously is better than all the rest. His standing fierce punch is just this giant hitbox. And it's like, well. Why would I bother doing his anti-air move when this move is instant? I don't have to do anything to do it. I just press one button. And then on top of that, it does more damage than that. So it it really just comes down to looking for what you want in a character. Like, what do you want your character to do? If If you can just kind of break down the concept of... Hey, what makes this character interesting to me? You can you can find stuff. Like and, that, and that's part of the reason that I've been playing uh, tournament fighters for for as long as I have, is because at the end of the day, yeah. Oh, Wingnut has a rushing dash punch. He has an air dash. He has a dive. He has a fireball. That's not a lot of moves, but it's how you use those moves. Like where you decide to use your dash punch. Uh, is it predictable? Is yeah, it you can really damage someone with those moves, man. Wingnut's a pain in the butt <laughs> yeah that's the one thing about uh wingnut i always see people uh, uh use watch mode and wingnut's always in like the the, uh, the final uh tournament slots like uh it, it's funny him and war who war is like the worst character in that game for some reason i CPU don't like kno- war at all <laughs> cpu knows how to play war very well 
<laughs> so it's it's one of those things where it's like you're like this is just bizarre like in a, in a normal tournament war would not be doing well but the cpu knows how to use them so that's why i say like don't get discouraged by the cpu beating you like there's a high likelihood i mean i i when i play the single player the rare times i play single player fighting games I lose the CPU all the time. I mean, it's not, it's not like it's some sort of like master secret. It's just a completely different experience. Right. Now, if, if you're, if you were about to play this game, are you playing the original or are you playing one of the updated versions that you guys have worked on? Oh, always championship edition. Uh, in fact, part of the reason why uh, I, I made the discord was I wanted to get everyone on the same version. Uh, and it's funny, we've actually seen a couple of, uh, yeah, I'm sure you guys have seen ROM hacks that have been repackaged, uh, uh, as, uh, repro cards. Yep, uh, yep. We have found a couple championship edition ones and, you know, part of us should be kind of mad. It's like, oh, you're, you're making money off of our work or something like that. But deep down we're like, oh, please, can everyone just play this version instead? It's way better. <laughs> <laughs> have, have, have y'all noticed, uh, any, like, is is anyone trying to put them on like uh, Super Nintendo cartridges and stuff like that, or is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, that's what you just talking yeah, about. Yeah, the, re- okay, the repro will... things. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, I wasn't sure if you were talking like one of those multi carts or something. Oh uh, no, no, no. Gotta... we have not, we have not seen any multi carts that have it yet. We keep very close tabs on all of this stuff, so it's it's just one of those things. As a, as a part of a developer team, you know, I'm not. I'm not from Secret Levels Podcast. <laughs> the multi cart, <laughs> the secret multi cart. <laughs> I I uh, I'm in I'm in that that mind set where it's like hey i'm not a programmer i gotta do everything i can to be the best part of this team i possibly can so i i mean this sincerely i spend hours just searching for any mention of tournament fighters anything that comes up on the internet that could possibly be important i mean I, right now, the, the Twitter is sitting at almost 5,000 uh, 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 followers, and a lot of that is just because I will literally go on Twitter and, in quotes, type in Tournament Fighters and look at every single time someone <laughs> posts about Tournament Fighters, and I'll be like, oh, you should check this out. I'll like their thing. I'll follow them. And it's it's over time, you, you can kind of grow an audience. But that was literally the whole and reason that's how you're on this that. show right now. <laughs> exactly. I looked up, well, actually, to be fair, I looked up Shaq Fu for you guys. That was a... Uh, <laughs> There was a, there was a, um, there was actually a Shaq Fu tournament, and uh, there's a couple of guys I had never had a chance to play. They actually play uh, uh, at major tournaments, and I was like, oh man, it'd be really cool to play them. And they happened to be entering because it was an online tournament, and I was like, oh cool, I'm gonna go look around and see if anyone else would have any interest in it. I saw you guys, you know, talking about, it, and I was like, holy crap, these guys are very serious about about their podcast. And then on top of that, they're talking about a game that I'm interested in. So I was I was immediately drawn in. And as soon as you guys did the Tournament Fighters uh, 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 episode, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to the Discord. There was no ifs, ands, or buts. <laughs> we, we try to cycle in. You know, we don't want to do too many fighting games, too many uh, platformers. We try to cycle them all in. But, you know, of course, we got, like, games like Pit Fighter on our radar eventually. <laughs> no, World Heroes too. <laughs> oh man what world heroes you want to play a game that'll make you sad play world heroes for genesis now that no that is a SNES. trashy game <laughs> no you're world heroes 2 on snes is not bad but if you've never seen it uh like seriously do yourself a favor and go go check out world heroes for for genesis it's ported by the people i think it's a uh, u.s gold oh my it's gosh people, US- yeah it is oh man <laughs> U.S. Gold it keeps sneaking up because uh, you know we don't know all the, these these video game uh, companies and stuff, but U.S. Gold always sneaks up and, and sometimes they surprise us and they give us something awesome, and then every other 
other times it's just like, what, what, what did you do here? Why, why did you do this? Uh, it, it hurts me to play that game. I had to buy a repro card of it because I was just like, I have to be able to show people this game. Like, uh, this isn't an option. <laughs> I think they did the uh, the Mega Man game on Game Gear, and that is a fantastic game. One of my favorite Game Gear games. I love that game. Such a good game. So I expensive. got a serious question. Before sure. Before we uh, uh, close it down shortly. Sure. If you can add any character like that you want to add to a version, of uh, the fighting game, tournament fighter. Well, who would you add? Anyone. It doesn't Ooh. have to be like. It just be whatever you want personally. Oh man. Um. Ooh, that is so tough because there's so many cool characters that you could put in. Um, you know, Wando Gecko. <laughs> if we're talking, okay. If you're talking about a, a Ninja Turtles character, that makes it a little bit easier. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. I thought you meant any character <laughs> yeah. ever. You, I was like, holy crap, it. man! That's a that's a, a wide net to cast no, there. Sorry. Good lord! I meant to add any Ninja <laughs> Turtle character since we've been talking about turtles so much. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, I, I you know I've grown to love Wingnut. I mean, he's my favorite. He's my favorite character in the game. I've said before, I'd rather lose as Wingnut than win as any other character in the game. Um, it's oh, my I'm avatar. I'd rather lose wing nut than lose my own. <laughs> I, I, I will tell you right now, if I if I were going to include anyone else, it might be someone like really off the wall. Like I kind of I kind of want to see what like a team up of the neutrinos would be like. Like that would be really cool. Have the three neutrinos together as a team. That would be awesome. Is that those little elf things? Yeah, it's, you guys mentioned them on the uh, on the. Yeah, um, we that's what we were yeah. looking for. We couldn't figure out their names. We were trying so hard to, before the show. We were trying to figure it out, and then we just went with it. And then we we're like, "Nope, still don't know it." <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the only one I can name off the top of my head is Zach. So uh, to be honest, yes. I still call them neutrinos. <laughs> but yeah, they, they would be really cool to see them, just to see what they would do with them. That 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 would be the uh, maybe the only other character I could think of is maybe having like um. Uh, I mean, Casey Jones would be nice just because everyone always complains oh, he's not in the yeah. game. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, if, if there's anything that the Genesis version has over the SNES, it's having Casey Jones. <laughs> that is I was true. thinking, like, Baxter Stockman. Baxter would be cool. I could definitely see both. Okay, you got to remember, I play a flying character, so how yeah. how much different is Baxter going to be? And I don't know if you've gone back and watched some of those Baxter episodes. I actually have, uh, and I will tell you, Baxter is he is out there <laughs> as a character. He is just like, whoa, what the hell's going on with this character? I mean, he's he's fun, and uh, we actually. Um, uh, just just to mention Baxter real quick, uh, he's in one of the backgrounds as as you're aware. He's actually yes. with Casey on the the yeah, junkyard he's stage. All the time. Exactly. the The thrust is infamous. There's no ifs ands or buts. It, it would be it almost be too bad if he was in the game because then it would be like, well, he'd have to have the thrust as like his wind pose or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so one thing I did want to mention just real fast, just because you, you brought that up, um, there is one other uh, uh, ROM hack that I help out with uh, that's actually really, really cool that we added a Ninja Turtle character to. Uh, it's called Sailor Moon Fighter S. Uh, and believe it or not, there's a guy who joined our disco, uh, Discord, uh, a guy by the name of Metaquarius. Um, it's a, uh, he's a French guy. Uh, and he, he's actually a really famous ROM hacker. Uh, he's done all sorts of ROM hacks for uh, Super Metroid. And he just happened to be like, you know, I really like Sailor Moon S. I really want to come in here and help you guys out. And I want to uh, make my own game. So 
in addition to this <laughs> Ninja Turtles game, we also have a group of people who helped make a new version of Sailor Moon S, uh, and that actually includes, as a tribute to where it came from, Raphael is in the game. Yes, Sailor Moon <laughs> There's my guy. X Raphael. Raphael <laughs> is in Sailor Moon S. Yes, oh, we, we ported we ported him in, and he's actually like the tournament fighters version of him. Um, oh, in addition, oh, cool. nice we added a. We added an, uh, a, a character from um, uh, Pretty Fighter. Uh, there's a character from Pretty Fighter who's been redesigned from scratch. And then there's a whole bunch of, uh, of remakes of characters. Like, the version of the game that the uh, uh, Metaquarius hacked is the sequel to the one that's competitively played. Uh, and so rather than updating that version, which would divide the community... They said, well, okay, let's fix the shitty version that came out afterwards. Uh, the original Sailor Moon S was actually developed by the people who made Guilty Gear, Arxis. Uh, so it's actually a really well-made game. But then for the next game that came out after that, they got some random jobber company to come in, take all their assets, and try to Wrestling make... Wrestling reference. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they just, like, absolute... Like, the game is just a hundred times worse. All of the fireballs are way slower. The game is just... Uh, they they messed up the balance. The characters are just not. They don't play the right way. So this guy single handedly in the space of two months rebalanced all the characters so they played like the original game. Gave them new moves. Added a three on three fighting mode and added three new characters from scratch. And That's you're like, incredible. God it's damn. absolutely insane. There's never been a ROM hack like it. If you if you have a chance to check it out. I would wholeheartedly suggest you try it out. It, I've I've had tournaments. That sounds for it. amazing. It's you got it's me sold on three on three. It, 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 that's another thing too. It's a king. Of, how do you how do you add King of Fighter style team matches to an SNES game? Like it, it, it boggles my mind. That that mode didn't exist. He just made it happen. You're like okay. <laughs> wow. So like I said, like I only reason I bring it up is just because it would be really cool to have more guest characters in. Uh, in tournament fighters, but if you want to see that concept taken to its nth degree, uh, it's not tournament fighters, but it does have a tournament fighters character in it, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> it counts. <laughs> it does count. We actually have a, a special art. Uh, it's inspired by uh, back in the day, uh, Sailor Moon and Tournament Fighters were the two biggest games on the SNES Fighters Discord, uh, and so one of the artists in the in the Discord drew uh, uh, Sailor Jupiter and Raphael fighting each other. Oh. And so, and so when Metaquarius came in, he saw the art and he's like, "Oh, I'm going to put Raphael in this game." And we all thought he was insane. We were like, "Wait." What what are you doing? Like what? How can you do that? And he's like, yeah. Just one day, he just shows he us the rom. He's like, oh yeah, I added Raphael. We're all just we're slack jawed. Like what? <laughs> wow, that's awesome. It it's just it's crazy to me. Like people can do these hacks. I, I remember the first uh, rom hack that I played was Afro Mario, and Mario had a little <laughs> Afro, but all the Goombas were turned to dicks. So <laughs> yeah, the, the old NES, the like Kung Fu and all of those. Oh God. I remember, I remember having a, a, a Nestor DC uh, uh, on Dreamcast. They had a NES emulation. And one of my friends gave me a disc that had like a hundred, like 150 ROM hacks for NES. Oh my God. That, I, I don't think that's where my, my love of ROM hacks started, but it is. Uh, I hope it, not. Cause those, some of those were very toxic. <laughs> but let's just put it this way. The NES was the, those were the wild days. That's back when you could name an emulator Nesticle. <laughs> hey, I, I, I love the Nesticle. That's, that's what I used to run all the time. <laughs> oh man. 
Uh, well, should we should we wrap this up and and let you plug? Every, I'm sure you've got a lot of stuff to plug. Since. Oh, 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 I've got I've got them for you. <laughs> yes, please, please plug away. We we want to know everything, and that way our listeners can can follow and join in and and you know learn more about all this because I didn't realize that the tournament fighter community was so huge. It's awesome. So anyway, it's 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 pretty crazy. Like if you had told me three years ago that it was going to be like this, I don't think I would have believed you, honestly. But uh, uh, yeah. So if if you're interested in the game, obviously you can uh, just swing on by the SNES Fighters Discord. You can find the link. It's always on my Twitter at tmnt underscore tf. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash tournament fighters. Uh, back in the day, that was like what I did before Twitter, and I realized, oh wait. Facebook doesn't really drive a lot of traffic. So, of course, that still exists. We do share stuff there. If you're not a big Twitter fan, you can always check it out there. Um, of course, I have been playing games for quite a while. I've been streaming uh, over at twitch.tv forward slash to be more crazy. If you want to go check that out, uh, I play a lot of really weird games. Uh, uh, I, I watch movies. I, I do stuff. Uh, we we uh, uh, Last November had a 24-hour marathon, marathon of the Karnoff movie. Uh, that was, that was something else. It's very difficult to stay up watching any movie for 24 hours. And yet somehow I was able to do that for the Karnoff movie, but we, uh, we play, you know, every, you know, DOS fighting game you can name. You, you come to me with a game. I'll find people who want to play it. We play 3DO games. I mean, I, there's a, a diverse community of people who just absolutely love games that no one played. Um, aside from that, you can go check me out on, uh, YouTube. I don't really use uh, YouTube very much anymore, but if you look up to be more crazy, I've got videos on there from forever ago. Uh, it's a lot of like old school fighting games that are just absolutely rare. Japanese footage you can't find anymore because the sites don't even exist anymore. Wow. Um, aside from that, uh, the only other thing I would ask if you are interested in these games and trying to learn them uh, and you don't like Discord, go check out newchallenger.net. Newchallenger.net, we have what we call the Super Fighting Wiki. Uh, it's a place where we break down fighting games from SNES and Genesis, uh, and it's basically, hey, if you want to get good, here's exactly what you need to know. Here are the combos you need to know. So it's a good opportunity if you're, if you're kind of new to that environment and you want to get a better uh, handle on that, uh, just head on by there, and there's there's a lot you can pick up, uh, especially for like bootleg games. A lot of the people I know love bootleg games, so there's stuff from there for <laughs> X Men versus Street Fighter for SNES. It, it's 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 an experience. You should check it out. That's awesome. But that, thank you guys for having me, though. I was so happy to be able to to be on here. This was an absolute blast. I I would totally come back if you guys want me for uh, Tournament Fighters oh, Genesis or any other really bad fighting game. <laughs> hey, you. No, we'll have you on for a fighting game for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. You got it. You got to. More go than welcome here, brother. <laughs> you got to go through the trenches with us on a on a really bad game and explain to Ooh, us why okay. it's good. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, I like that idea. Maybe one day. Uh, <laughs> maybe one day you'll uh, you'll. Uh, Take a look at Shaq Fu again, or something like that, and I can show you guys the oh, hidden tech. No, or something. we still got no, the Game Boy and the... <laughs> we got no. the Game Boy and the Game Gear version. We still got to play Goobs. Toby, we're not fucking touching that. <laughs> I, I will say one thing. One other thing, I, I I would be remiss if I didn't mention it. I know I had my plug section, but go check out Zool. 
Zul uh, is is a, he's a combo maker for for um, uh, a bunch of like obscure games, including uh, uh, Clay Fighter, Shaq Fu. He's made absolutely amazing combo videos. It's one of the one of the first people there I've ever met. Zool. <laughs> yeah, uh, his uh, his name actually. Oh, let me uh, grab it on Twitter here. I feel bad. I should have it memorized by now. I ha- I actually help him out with his account because I, I respect him so much. He's just done so many amazing things. Uh, it is. Zul underscore TE, uh, if you have any interest in some of these older games, uh, if you think <laughs> if you think Clay Fighter uh, Tournament Edition is is garbage, go watch his videos. He makes it look like, uh, uh, I don't know if you guys know the, the Fist of the North Star fighting game for PS2. Oh, yeah. He makes that game look like that. So it, it's it's well worth a watch. Uh, and the soundtracks he adds are absolutely amazing, too. <laughs> he, makes all of, he makes all of his music nowadays from scratch. His Shaq Vu video is literally just, a sh- uh, he made all of it. Like, every single thing you could possibly imagine. So definitely check him out. Uh, and there's one other guy. Rockforge, uh, he goes by Rockforge 420, also Rockforge Weedmeister. Yeah, 420, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why he likes fighting games. Uh, no. <laughs> Rockforge 420 on Twitter, uh, definitely go check him out. Like, uh, absolutely amazing uh, uh, person to uh, learn more about. And like I said, TMNT, uh, uh, TMNTXJL.com, the absolute latest version of the game. I won't plug anymore. Thank you guys so, so much. Oh, thank you. We appreciate it. Oh, thank you, man. We've learned a lot uh, on this episode here. And I'm very, like, much ready to go jump right into the fucking tournament fighting mode. (laughs) I'm going to be the best Donnie that there ever was. (laughs) My bow staff is going to go 100 people's asses right up them. (laughs) There it is. Catch that cross up. It could happen. (laughs) Yeah, no, that cross up is going to get penetrated. All right. I, I've been playing this safe this whole episode. I need one outburst. <laughs> <laughs> Especially right. after you mentioned Genie twice. And I'm like, yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, I think it, I, I'm, we're not sure. We, we, I mean, we write the rules, but if you say it three times, I think something would have happened. I'm not sure what oh, it no. is. <laughs> Thank yeah, you for warning I, me. Thank you. That's why I stopped you at two Genies, because if I hear another one, then... <laughs> Something bad is going to happen. <laughs> if you enjoyed the show, please go check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash badsecretmedia. We have all kinds of little extra goodies, little mini episodes, pre-shows, and lots of other good stuff on there. So please, just for a dollar, you can get all our extra content. But real quick, I'm going to read off our patrons. We've got Chris Copeland. We've got Caleb. Angel Sanchez. Fat Shags, Masked Llama, and Trey Dishman. So, if you'd like to be one of these patrons that gets shouted out, please go join it on patreon.com slash badsecretmedia. If you want to check out mine and Goobs' other shows, please go to badsecretmedia.com. All the links are there. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Secret Levels Pod. We have a Facebook page, we have a Facebook group, and we have the motherfucking Discord! So go check it out. Links are in the show notes. Game over, folks.